This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Today, you will notice we are fusion free.、Uh, he's, <laughs> he's getting very, depressed, hopefully. He's very busy, <laughs> so we're going to give it a go without our buddy.、Um, and now I'm going to say the actual words I was supposed to say. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Zenidra, and today I have with me Aldio and Bren. And I might have even pointed、oh. in the right direction. Doesn't know? Doesn't matter. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Happy countdown, two weeks countdown. Yeah, it's what,、yes. 17, 16 days? Yep. I don't know.、Yeah. They started、yeah. the art thing. I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if they were going to do it. Yeah. Here we go. I'm so happy. A, because I was telling Chris about that today. I was like, oh, yeah, we have the art countdown.、Uh, we've、mm-hmm. got,、uh, you know, for us, it's 13 days for early access, unless some、right. of you guys haven't pre ordered. And so if you haven't pre ordered, get it in. Hurry. Like <laughs> on the, 20, the 28th, it's going to be amazing.、Yep. And、uh, so I think on this show, right, we're covering the live letter and like we have a special E3 interview. Yes, yes.、Mm-hmm. Freaking, ex- you know, bringing in the scoops.、Yep. Yeah, it's not even on the site yet, I don't think, right? No, it isn't. Yeah.、Ah. Yes, we haven't we have dropped it yet. So you guys、mm-hmm. get the official、uh, first, first drop deal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's about time we're getting the,、uh, the exclusives here. Yeah. <laughs> But we are going to start with the live letter because it just seemed、It's、like the right thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah.、Um, let's see. The first thing that they went over was the trust system, which、uh, mm-hmm. people are actually pretty excited about, I hear. Yeah. Not really. I, no? I, I, hear, I hear it goes back and forth. I hear、oh. people saying that, like, rip the, the, DP, the cues.、Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a game. But honestly, like, I've, like, Charles, you went hands on with the trust,、yeah, right? A little bit. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's interesting from a lore perspective. And they even hid stuff from us. Yeah. But, like, it's not fast at all. Like, you're going to、no. find, like, the fastest way is to have that pre made.、Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, the biggest for me disappointment in it is that it's only within the, the Shadowbringer story, you know,、yeah. dungeons. So it's very limited in its scope to start out. So.、Mm-hmm. Anyway. In, in chats, telling us that the digital pre order is actually sold out. Oh man, really? How do you sell out a digital?、Right? I'm kind、yeah. of confused about that myself. But... Oh, okay. All right.、Uh, it's kind of like, no, 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 keep your money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. That is oh,、weird. it's not. It was a typo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you、Go、for、ahead. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, back on topic. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. I don't know. For, I expected like, Brian to be really excited about trust. And he's like, eh. No, I, I actually personally am really excited、okay. But I'm just saying that we, I hear a lot of people are like,、right. oh, no, like honestly, it's, it's a really interesting additive feature.、Uh, mm-hmm. The debate for me, I always, people are like, oh, it's turning 14 into a single player game. I was like, 14、mm-hmm. is a single player game. It's, it's a single player game that's set on in, in an MMO. And、mm-hmm. so, like, the story and the narrative takes you on a classic Final Fantasy adventure. And then you're also in this online shared world. It's not like a diss against the game whatsoever.、Uh, and this hopefully will help relieve some anxiety that players have because some players want to experience the story. And that's where the, the oddity of the trust system is is、yeah. that, okay, if you don't jump, you're, gonna, <laughs> you're not going to experience it. Like,、I'll, ultimately, I wonder if we'll see them trickle this 
backwards over yeah. over time. Like backport it to the other experience. or something. Like they've got some, you know, I'm sure they got some big plans for it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about it? Because I am actually really key of it. I wooed really loud at Fantastic <laughs> when announced. Yeah. Uh, I want I wanted to do more things, but like I can I can wait for this more things. Mm-hmm. I generally uh, prefer games if I'm playing with them with friends so i almost just mm-hmm. don't play them if i can't play with them with friends but every now and then i find myself in a situation where uh because i sleep like an idiot i'm awake mm-hmm. at 2 a.m and the queues are really really long and i just want to do something very simple like a dungeon so i could see using it for something like that right yeah i i typically only play with friends as well mm-hmm. you know because i really like how fast dungeons are in that way but I know I'm going to I'm going to use the trust system just cuz when I'm not doing anything else because I want to see the interaction. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Like that's cool. Like okay, you'll see it once. You know, you see all of them and then you'll be done, but still that's a lot more, you know, than just helping you through a dungeon. There's also some story stuff, some cool like, you know, I just imagine how many times Alfino is going to be put down by the rest of the party. Just like <laughs> No, shut up. <laughs> I just can't yeah. wait to see it. The, the interaction <laughs> is interesting, and that's that's kind of where they are leaning into it, isn't mm-hmm. the interaction. It's very scripted. It's not yeah. really AI in the sense. It's yeah. like, okay, execute script, continue to the next thing, et cetera. So they, they really kind of script out the bosses so that the AI does what they do. They're not going to adjust. You're going to adjust around them. I think the biggest drawback, though, is that it's trust is either you and them or not used right. at all. There's no like the three of us are online at two in the morning. We're like, you know what? Let's just let's just bring a DPS or a healer. You know, like let's right. just that, do that. Yeah, that would and be it's useful. just yeah. That's what, what I was and, for. and I wonder and I wonder if they're doing that specifically so that like from a queue perspective, like this is a mm-hmm. single player experience, and then or you can go do it multiplayer. We're not going to let you hybrid it. Um, out. I don't know. I think uh, I think it'll be an interesting thing to, to see what yeah. happens with trust over the next two years because it's not I- ideally a stagnant system. Yeah, they're, you know they're, they're constantly talking about it. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I probably won't use it, so you have to tell me all about it. <laughs> That's fine. I think from a lore perspective, I'm very curious to, to do that. Like, just kind of see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for somebody who's got a long queue time that they're going to weigh it against the the time it's going to take to run the dungeon. I think what I hope the trust system does is give people maybe who have that kind of anxiety uh, relief so they can kind of enjoy yeah. the game at that pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also hope that it drives more people into making those relationships and using party finder rather yeah. than the duty finder for building out like, oh, the fastest way is still a four-man pre-made, no cute. You don't have to wait for a queue. Yeah, you get in with a group of people you like, you trust, you develop that relationship, and then it's you different burn kind of it trust down system. to the ground. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, because it's like there's nothing, there's nothing better than when you kind of get into that group of people who have like, you know, like that like-mindedness. That's mm-hmm. actually the strength of Eureka. Like when you see what people really start to drive into what what fourteen did within Stormblood, it's that they introduce content that help people kind of form those relationships and in a good right. and you know there, there's still negative stuff that can happen but sure. i feel like that happens so much smaller overall there's a lot of really good stuff going something on something you said actually uh made me think of something i had to mention before the the fact that you can go in there and sort of train yourself 
Like right. You were mentioning people having anxiety about playing mm. with other other people. So maybe if you go in there with a couple of times with uh, the trust system, feel like you yeah. know the dungeon, feel like you learn your job better, especially for new people, mm. then you'll have more confidence to actually play with other people. Yeah, and maybe the, it's a good kind of, uh, you know, not a hall of the novice or something. It kind of helps yeah, train. Yeah, because you can only do so much alone, mm. like actually alone, alone. Mm. And this is almost mm. like not being alone. Yeah. You yeah, can now. test out healing or tanking or whatever you don't do, you know? Like, mm -hmm. why not? The NPCs may or may not yell at you. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, Frosty, Frosty TV pulls up, up, brings up a good thing. He said, the biggest issue that he has is that uh, regarding who to bring. Like, because right. uh, characters will have different interactions and you might end up missing certain things if you yeah. bring a different party makeup. I think from a content creation perspective, this actually is kind of gold. You can be like, here's the interactions between these people and what do they mm -hmm. say? So from you know right. or, uh lore crafting and all of these like they're you know do you <laughs> if you don't feel like doing from dungeon to dungeon they said they said like yeah. it's like That's these characters good. have this narrative they turned it off when we were on there so they barely yes. spoke mm -hmm. they're, it's supposed to be like they're talking and i don't know if they're razzing on each other you know if they're like alpha get explain, out of here yeah like, explain dude, the you know, dungeon adjust. alpha yeah. no adjust <laughs> <laughs> please Please. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so gather adjustments. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we got new actions and traits are going to be added. Uh, new information will be added to the gathering and fishing logs via the tomes of regional folklore. They said that, and this is actually the, this one was really exciting for me. Unspoiled legendary ephemeral, whatever uh, gathering point uh, appearance timing. This is going to be added to uh, kind of your gathering logs mm -hmm. at least once, and the alarms for gathering points can be able to be a sub command. So it seems like they're, you know, all these third party kind of tools that we, we like use to rely on, yeah. to rely on. Ideally, they're starting to bring that into the game mm -hmm. to kind of make it a little bit easier. And then they said new tackles are going to be coming uh, for like 5.0 areas. And then they said they would be adding them in, or is it for the 2.0 areas or they're, they're doing something yeah. with tackles. They're, yeah. they're changing it. So they're just going to smash all of the tackle into like, one item one sort of item so you don't mm. have to carry around like three or four different kinds of tackle oh, yeah. and bait and stuff to catch different mm. kinds of fish yeah because and that, that will fills definitely... up your inventory fast yeah no, that'll help still me for like a tackle level tackle <laughs> yeah that's your chocobo bag right yeah that, that actually is true like i can just <laughs> toss it all my chocobo stuff back. that's actually one of the things i i have to do i'm i finished everything um in the game and so i'm just like taking two weeks off, but like the, I'm going to come back a day or two before and just inventory clean up. Yeah. I already did that, man. I, I haven't done it yet. I'm, uh... I'm in my hands off time. Like yeah. this is my, like I'm playing another game right now. I'll see, I'll, I'll see Final Fantasy on the, uh, on the 26th. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh... Any thoughts you guys have about the gap? Like, are you either, uh, are you guys big gatherers out there? No. Just like <laughs> basic, very basic. Uh, all, all my, crafters and gatherers are, are 70 but it's like if i need something i like to be able to go and get it yeah. if, I, if i'm bothering a friend who's actually got like a real crafter set going on for like some food or something be like mm -hmm. here are the ingredients please don't hate me for taking up your time <laughs> yeah yeah so i like think that. all my gatherers are almost 50 because mm -hmm. i did that in 2.0 and then i completely stopped um <laughs> so it'll help me level that's cool uh because fishing i was like i'll sit down and get into fishing got to like 35 and i'm like i don't i don't i don't want to carry all this crap and have to figure out which ones i can use on what so, so like this will the help. boilies thing going on yeah i do it's called. i think it'll help me if i decide to do it at all 
because I mean, we're going to be doing so much new stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. New, new maps, new treasure maps. Yeah. We've got the dungeons that are coming yeah. Uh, yeah. So in four weeks stuff. from launch. So yeah, uh, I'm going to have to try to make sure I get a gatherer up to cap so I can I can at least uh, get my get my maps and save a little uh, or make save or make a little money depending on what's going yeah. on. Mm -hmm. So we'll have uh, new tombstones. Is that for them? Uh, oh, that's too far. <laughs> Uh, there, <laughs> there will be new crafter actions added. Yes. Uh, Steady oh, Hand yeah. 2 and Firegot's Blessing will be added to all classes. So you won't have to go through the whole yeah. level, everything you need to the certain level to get uh, the abilities you need. Like yeah. we used to That's have really to do. Yeah. They, they took that out of uh, fighting classes and then they yeah. were like, oh yeah, I guess we should do that for crafters <laughs> too, huh? So Thank they're finally you. doing that, like, you know, mm -hmm. two expansions later. Uh, mm -hmm. Recipe aspects will be removed. Which yeah. doesn't apply this, to a whole lot of them, but the no. ones it does apply to will be nice. And uh, mm -hmm. the yeah. action, there were like six six to 12 different actions yeah. that related to ele elemental uh, statuses. And they're like, that's kind of silly, isn't it? So they smashed all those into one. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, well, crafting's a, oh, no offense, is a joke in this game, especially <laughs> once you start, when, when you start using macros, like, yeah, you yeah. just like, kind of literally, like, there's no, like, you, oh, I have a macro that crafts that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, once you have <laughs> like, threshold numbers, it's like, okay, well, that's it. <laughs> that's all I need to do. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, it's, it's funny because people will praise it, and then it's like, guys, like, you can totally hack it, and it's legal, and it it makes it super easy. Just <laughs> here you go. The macro. Yeah. And one thing I want them to do, like, I'm going to jump on that, though, I wish I could trade macros in this game, just like you trade uh, any kind of item, just because it's like, oh, you're on PlayStation, and you don't feel like typing this out? Here you go. Let me just like boom and now you have it like mm -hmm. i want that quality of life thing for macros because uh you do it yeah. line by line yeah oh no, screw the line i'm just like I, let's say i wrote like I a killer macro like you see all the ones like the cheers and all the like yeah. oh my gosh that's a great macro if people could like just here you go sure. like yeah like on a, like simple trade menu and instead of an item i'm like let me drag my macro in there for you I mean, there there might be some of that because we did get the configuration stored on the server. So it's yeah. like, I wonder what they're going to do if they expand that. Because um, macros so. are in there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I hope so. I hope so. One, anyway. one day, Brian, one day. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, we'll finish my, my producer like uh, list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day. We got well, many more to go. Many uh, more podcasts. <laughs> we do might we... have to update it. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Changes, many changes. Yeah. Uh, the crafting. Speaking of changes, the crafting UI will be updated. Yeah. Uh, durability and condition will be displayed more clearly. When mm -hmm. active, collectible synthesis status will be clearly displayed. Uh, active crafting statuses, as well as the resulting increases from actions, assuming mm -hmm. a base of 100% efficiency, mm -hmm. will be displayed during synthesis. So you don't have to have a calculator out. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're you worried about those, like little minutiae this is nice yeah. like the the, yeah. the, the the screenshots of these changes i was like that looks nice yeah. like a nice update um especially because of, at 100 percent efficiency like oh this would could complete the craft maybe i want to do something else yeah mm -hmm. it's it's just cool it's uh you know we need more information in the ui and we're getting more and in a way that's easier to read i like it yep <laughs> that's by 32 bit <laughs> holding this back yeah i'm gonna just put a little uh, addition in there really quick. They gave sure. us the, the images for all of the new crafting gear, crafting yes. and gathering gear, and I'm gonna throw those up really quick. The Alchemist gear looks so yep. amazing. I hope I can glamor that. Mm. Like, I literally, <laughs> okay. I'm like, people are like, oh, glamor, and I'm like, it's not my end game. And then they show the Alchemist, I'm like, 
I want that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Like, now I have a goal. Yeah, Do unlike you guys think these ones uh, follow the same original pattern we were talking about. Uh, yeah, we were talking about how the new uh, AF looks kind of like a redone original AF. I think a lot mm -hmm. of these kind of follow yeah. that. Some mm -hmm. don't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the gatherers really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I wonder how my Haroth is going to look in that alchemist coat, though. Uh, like <laughs> a beast from X Men. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. In the lab. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the UI changes uh, resulting right. increases from actions, assuming a base of 100 efficiency. Uh, will be displayed in the crafting log. Crafters can therefore confirm the increase in progress and quality from actions. Blah, blah, 100% efficiency prior to synthesis. Right. Yeah. Uh, the maximum initial quality limit will be raised from 50% to 75% for mini mm. 5.0 and later recipes. Uh, maximum initial quality for each recipe can be confirmed prior to synthesis. And that's Which based on... Uh, yeah, that's based on... Um, how many HQ? hq items yeah so if you have a bunch of hq items if you have full hq items you might have or yeah 75 percent instead of like half or 25 yeah some very small amount that makes it almost not worth it <laughs> yeah exactly yes. um and it'll be nice to be able to see that so you can be like uh well you know what i need a little bit more so i'll get that hq or no i don't need that hq yes you're right yeah. you can start i up think the this crafts. just makes hq more valuable like yeah. it just yeah. like it, it makes good. the like the high quality market way more like you know wow yeah you want you yeah, want i need that <laughs> exactly so honestly i was like okay stock up on hq guys gonna be a rush after mm -hmm. uh after the 28th mm -hmm. which makes me sad because my my uh part of my cleaning at the end of each expansion is to take all the like previous expansion hq stuff and be like you don't matter anymore smash it all together mm -hmm. well that's gone get now get out yeah. of here yeah <laughs> And uh, lastly, the difficulty of obtaining master recipe books four, five, and six will be reduced. Which is cool. Yeah. It'll just help you catch up and get all the things that you didn't have. Mm -hmm. I like it, mm -hmm. especially. I mean, unlike gatherers, I did craft a bit. So like two of my crafters are at 70. So I'm like, yeah, well, that'll help. Uh, that is always cool. Uh, I guess I'll do the system updates. Yeah. So system updates, new tombstones as per always. Gotia and uh, Phantasmagoria, I believe. Yeah. That Gotia, I'm not sure on the pronunciation. That's probably yeah. close, maybe. Tombstones of Phantasmagoria will be added about four weeks after the official release of Shadowbringers. It's on the, I think we'll talk about it later on, but there's like this little timeline and you can see exactly when mm -hmm. things are happening. Mm -hmm. So you can't get those yet, but I think it's at the same timing as Savage close to. But that's pretty normal. Uh, yeah, pretty normal, you know. Get ready. Uh, white crafters and gatherer script will be added. So, new thing to Sorry. collect. Sorry. Yeah. Um, this is the, of course, the big one is Glamour Dresser's capacity will be increased. It'll be doubled from 200 to 400, and you'll have 15 instead of 10 Glamour plates. One day I'll use the system. Maybe I, one day. I had not used it until I went about cleaning my inventory this past yeah. uh, two weeks or so. Uh, and I had to be like, hey, how do I use this? <laughs> right. It's like, I don't, it's I'm only in the end room. Yeah. I was yeah. actually asking like people who were kind of newish. I'm like, yes, I've been around since 1.0. No, I don't know how to use this. <laughs> it's like, I've never tried it. Yes. Um, yeah. It's like, who wants to walk through the quicksands to get to 
the glamour dresser. I don't use Limsala Minsa, fool. Come on. I mean, that's true, but my home is is Ulda. So. Fast travel. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? For coin and country. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, furnishing previews will be added, which is amazing. Amazing, like, so cool. <sighs> it, it's great because, you know, you, you have other games, and, I mean, Wildstar will always be the gold mark right now of how housing was there, at least to me. But the previews are so great because you could just kind of go, well, here's what this looks like. Thank God. It's been... <laughs> been so long it's like what, is, what does that look like i don't know maybe i'll look online and they're adding dying to the furniture like yeah just so like the, the the dye market i think is going to explode right for that just that just more demand for being able to do that um, thank you yes all these little quality of life things just make a a, a better package uh so centurio sealed limit will be increased from 1000 to 4000 I think I've been at Cap forever. I don't really know the reason to use them, but hey, you know what? There'll be new stuff to use them on. You can use them for those uh, speed increases. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, because the speed increases I know is locked. Oh, or hunt grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the fake currency, in which actually, like, just to tell you this, like, if I haven't let everybody here know, is like I've run more fades of the media tour because we actually yeah. farmed up the the speed mount boosts at the media tour that I did all of Stormblood. So Stormblood, I ran two fates. Out there, I ran 20. I had a blast running fates. Like, it was mm. just pure fun because there was a reason to do it. Right. So then it was like, great. Like, if I'm, oh, I'm in a long queue, let me go run some fates. Awesome. So I hope that they continue to grow on that system. But that's beyond what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah. I mean, that's cool because Tends we don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, when you have the required bill, the direction status of a rank B mark will be displayed where nearby, which is really awesome. I mean, you probably have to get close, I would assume. So you'll still have people saying, when was the last time you saw this or where, you know, like, that's fine. We still, I kind of want that. Yeah. But it's cool that when you're close by, it kind of gives you this, like, I don't know, you're you're a hunter, you know, by tracking that it's near it here. I don't know. It's cool. Exactly. It's yeah, awesome. I, I was kind of hoping they would say warmer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Colder. Um, when a rank S mark spawns in a region, a message will be displayed. I mean, yeah, that's good. That's great. I mean, most people spam anyway, but I don't know if it's in link shells. I don't hunt at all. So what do you guys think? Is this good? Have you hunted S marks? Do you care? No. I okay. care, but I don't participate. Right. Um, and it's, and I've always uh -huh. wished they they just like evolved the fate system so that they were maybe colored differently and had maybe oh, different sure. rules kind of around them in a way because mm -hmm. it's like that would be I think awesome and fun and interesting. Mm. But the the notification thing I think is a step in the right direction because they're right. obviously always debating on what makes sense. So yeah. uh, the I don't know. Uh, I know there's hunting shells. I know we're getting yeah. You know that there there's a lot of things that I think that could be. I don't know. There's a, this is another case of one of those uh, third-party quality of life things that yep. will probably get phased out because of this. Yes. Whereas before, people were using timers and uh, discords and link shells and stuff to inform each other. Now it's just like, by the way, it's up. Mm -hmm. hey, Anytime that it's up that I'm in the area, I go for it. I haven't yeah. ever like said, this is what I'm doing actively. But if it's nearby, mm -hmm. imagine, you know, it's good. I imagine people will still use timers and stuff, but yes, most uh, instead likely. of instead of being like it should be up, now we'll know. Yeah, we'll mm. definitely know, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, the retainer window will be updated, and the sort function will be added, which is great because that retainer window 
is a relic. <laughs> it's like, what button do I, where do, how do I get to? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you use it enough, you know exactly where to go, but it's like, when you're like, wait, there's a thing that I want to do, but I don't remember what button or what category that's under. Yeah, it's also pretty slow. So I'm hoping that yeah. this one is a little faster. 64 yeah. bit. <laughs> uh, material melding requests can be sent in succession. Uh, so I didn't watch the live letter. Did you see, did they show this off at all? I'm wondering how this works. Uh, they didn't show it. Okay. So you know no. when you, uh, if you've ever melded a material yourself, when you're like mm -hmm. trying to jam it into those extra slots, and yeah. you have the option to just do it again and again and yeah. again yeah. instead of having to go through it's the whole insane. menu system. Yeah, it's going to be updated oh, okay. to do the same thing. So if you That's fail, awesome. if, if you're asking someone else to jam material in for you and they fail, you can just be like, do it again. Just keep going. I yes. have more. Uh, there are this more. Is Please waste. Finally. Yeah. Finally. The pain in all the mounts will have flying enabled. Finally. Yeah. Everything. Every single mount. You see that thick kitty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was awesome. Uh, near, hey, you know, <laughs> everything that you buy from the cash shop, like, that's cool. Yeah. That's great. That's that's what we've been asking for that forever. Um, so it's happening. Rejoice. Uh, achievement filters will be added, unfinished, complete, item rewards, title rewards. So you can just kind of see, hey, what do I have left to do? What gives me what stuff? It's cool. They, um, they added that watch list thing to the achievements. Yeah, that's the next thing, yeah. The thing I asked Yoshi P uh, in our interview was yeah. uh, the, for the ability to either let when you track when you track an achievement or a challenge mm -hmm. log to have it either update you in your chat log or yeah. to actually have it track like a quest. Because like when you don't have any quests, like you have that's a whole yeah. new element that you can yeah. use. But I was like, that's awesome that we can add it to the watch list. Right. You know, like when I was in Eureka, I constantly kept having to pull up. The challenge log and stuff every you know couple of minutes to see like well yeah. i'm trying what to kill 60 of these things so how far along am i did that mm -hmm. was that an ashkin or was that like uh you know you know what <laughs> exactly. okay like, hopefully that was counting the whole time it wasn't uh you know but it's like to have some kind of feedback so he said he's yeah. going back to the devs so hopefully that won't i don't think that's going to make it in for launch sure. but hopefully we see that later as a yeah. you know as a storm hut edition <laughs> anyway sorry no, oh no it's fine uh so what is next that was the end of the system changes mm -hmm. uh mentor, mentor stuff want to talk about Who, who's here a mentor like <laughs> uh, the uh all right so the change in the requirements for uh being a mentor in uh, uh following the release of 5.0 and there's gonna be some adjustments so mentors that are still are would still be mentors but they will have to re make sure they have to hit the requirements at some point yeah. um, around like they said as of 5.1 and then by 5.2, if they haven't recertified or whatever, then that'll go away. But essentially, uh, they have the PVE mentors and the trade mentors, and their requirements mm -hmm. are going to break down as such. So for PVE, you need you must have a completed uh, level 80 tank healer and DPS, uh, mm -hmm. either physical or magical quests. So it's tied to the the role quests mm -hmm. that they've got at level 80. Right. Uh, you have uh, you must have completed the dungeons raids. Or trials a combined a thousand times so that doesn't that's not changing it was always a thousand right yeah because yeah, that's like remember. okay i think i've so. already i'm i've definitely done that yeah <laughs> and then after this, for 300 player accommodations so that hasn't changed either so it's really just the level 80 uh roles for tank mm -hmm. healer and dps either magical or physical now for the trade mentors you must reach level 80 in any discipline of the uh, of the hand class as well as any discipline of the land class uh, you must have synthesized 100 collectibles 
-hmm. and you must have gathered or caught a 300 collectibles. Mm -hmm. So I will not make the mentor status for that uh, anytime soon. Is there <laughs> an achievement for that anywhere? I'm sure there is. Oh, you can I track was... it in your new watch yeah. list. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was checking the uh, the one uh, blah, 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 the the PVE one earlier via mm -hmm. achievements. Like, do I have over three hundred right. comments? I do significantly. <laughs> right. Chat's asking about the PVP mentor, and they didn't talk about it. I'm yeah. going to venture to bet that if they that if they are going to talk about it or to do something with it, it would be around five one because five point one is when they're also bringing in more PVP updates. Mm -hmm more PVP content, like around front lines and things like mm -hmm. that. So just keep that in mind that uh, as opposed to 4.0, where we got a lot of PVP mm -hmm. updates, the PVP updates seemingly are they gonna, they're going to target 5.1. Right. Tell uh, the so. Don't know yet. Wait for it. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to happen. Please look forward uh, to it. I wish, I almost wish that, uh, like, I'm glad that they're making people re-level a job all the way back up to 80 for the PVP right. stuff. But I almost wish there was something else like maybe mm. a, a tiny five question quiz on how to talk to people so that you can prove you're not a jerk or something because there are so many mentors who are just are not friendly and or actually helpful no. at all in any way uh, they just want that shiny bling you yeah. know like what whatever. is the point what is the yeah. point i don't know, I don't know. it's shiny <laughs> uh so, so the next, next thing is, is uh eden and they didn't I'm really so... tell us anything but here's a picture or two i'm so excited <laughs> i'm yeah, so right. excited so uh, uh, well it also we... makes it get you in the fields because you got final fantasy 8 remastered yeah, when we were initially yep. talking about it we were like oh what is it referring to is it the garden of eden is it eden eden from eight and yeah. this is a uh, proof that it is eden eden from eight yeah so maybe the garden because it does yeah. refer to it's... gardens and such right yeah because mm -hmm. eden the speculation <laughs> yeah the, the speculation from eight if I remember correctly, is that Eden is a garden from the future, um, that somehow time compression, blah, 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 is here. Um, if I remember, there's such sparse, sparse information on it anyway, but that's what I remember reading, you know, when I was playing the game and really into it. So that's kind of interesting. Time compression, let's do it. Like, I want all the Sokinified sure? remixes from Eight. There's going yeah, to be I'm a sure. lot of a lot of time stuff. They already kind of talked about that in the in the in the, the trailer. I want it. <laughs> yes, I want more. Yeah. All right. Uh, since that was all there really was to Eden, uh, they yeah. gave us a bunch of information about each of the characters, the key characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start with Thancred. Thancred mm -hmm. Waters. Thancred is an Archon in the Science of the Seventh Dawn who specializes in survival and subterfuge. Espionage missions have taken him deep within Garlean territory where he acquired the techniques of the Gunbreaker. So that's where that comes from, I guess. Yep. Still he also human. still has some of his abilities that he remembers, etc. So yeah. he, can, he can do certain things that other Gunbreakers can't do. Mm -hmm. That's not fair. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it goes on to say these are skills that he will be forced to perfect if he means to protect uh, that says project, but protect those he holds dear. Right. Yeah, and you know it's cool that they're doing these. These like I like all of these like uh, key character explanations, and I guess I never noticed it, but Waters, because he was in Limsa, yeah, and doesn't have a family. Okay, that's what I thought, but yeah. I was like, I never knew his last name. I yeah. just never did. Nah, I, think it, <laughs> I think it mentions in the lore book that uh, right. bastards from what from uh, Limsa are Waters. Yeah. So probably That's cool. ones from Oldar, Sands, and mm -hmm. I don't know what for Gridania would be. Um, 
seedlings. Trees. Seedlings. Woods. I don't know. <laughs> Rivers. Uh, River. I don't know. Well, it's kind of, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, who's, Leaves. Who's, something. Something tree related, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Who's next? Yeah, uh, Nistola. Oh, her penchant for pragmatism is matched only by her thirst for knowledge. Though she is renowned for her consummate ma mastery of white magic, she now turns to the dark arts so that she might <laughs> better contend with the challenges that lie ahead. Well, there you she's go. Becoming a, she's becoming a toy now. Yeah, it, yeah. I guess it's a title, maybe. I think it's a title. Probably yeah. one who masters both black magic and white magic. Yeah, it makes sense. And that would be awesome. And like, I want that title. I mean, I like we that should... we're getting a little bit more and a little bit more as we go. Like for the longest mm -hmm. time, we're all like, "Is that Natoya? Is that Yashola? What's going what on? Please explain." And then here's a teeny tiny tidbit to tide you over <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah, for two weeks. I'm gonna butcher the name, but we got Oriange Algure or something. That was. I think that that was close. <laughs> I actually nailed it, like on the on the dancer abilities, because it's like, oh, it's French. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> An Elzen student of prophecy known for his cryptic utterances, Oriange is considered one of the Scion's most erudite archons. In the face of the new threat and uh, a precarious future, he has turned to the ancient Shilarian art of astrology uh, to define a path forward. So it's yes. obviously rumored that he's seen the future or he's been to the future yeah. or something's happened there. So I really am looking forward to see how that plays out. Yeah. yeah. What and, is he uh, going to tell people us? People have been noticing and somebody in chat said uh, the cards he's holding are triple triad yeah. cards, not astro cards. Ah, <laughs> 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 I don't know if I trust his divination now. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. All right. Next we have Alphino. How did I end up with you? <laughs> a member of the Scions of the Seventh Dawn, Alphino was the youngest individual in history to be accepted into the Studium, Charlian's premier academic institution. Leaving his homeland with grand dreams of delivering the world from destruction, he has suffered many a humbling experience throughout his journey, but bolstered by companions old and new, he forges on towards his life's goal. This kid. It's Alphino. That's a guy. He does. Stuff. He looks. He looks like he's definitely maturing, though. He's, yeah, he does. Trailer, you know. Anyway, he's wearing a, He's wearing the outfit that we got. It's like the Bard thirty, not thirty, fifty-eight outfit from mm. from the Alamigo area or something. I forget what it's called. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. When it's, when everyone had those kind of like leather yeah, kind it's of like the armor. surge. It's the surge set. Mm -hmm. I forget precisely what it's called. That's cool. Uh, yeah, and now I don't I don't have a huge vendetta against them because I have Phoenix now. So you know what? Alpha, <laughs> now you can just go Screw do your off, thing. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Go do what you do. Uh, Alice is next. Uh, woman of action whose dynamic approach is in stark contrast to that of her more diplomatic twin brother, Alpha. Inspired by those she has lost in her many travels, she strives to better herself for the sake of those she can yet save. Swoon. Swoon. Yeah. Swoon. All right. I got I got I got the luck of the draw here. Minfilia. Although this young woman has both the name and the piercing blue eyes of the scions erstwhile accident, the yeah. nature of their connection is not entirely clear. What does this Minfilia wish to achieve? What hopes are caught within the tangled skein of her destiny? 
And what's really cool about it is that you see her talking to the word of the mother, which is the Menphilia that we know. Mm -hmm. And so that's in the trailer. That's just, I cannot wait to figure what, like yeah, what's, what, is, what is going on here. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> and Man. can I get that outfit instead? Thank you. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's, that's a nice one. <laughs> on the Mog Station for sale later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know. $17. Yep. All right. Uh, the Crystal Exarch. De facto leader for the people of the Crystarium, which is a new fact entirely as far as I know. Uh, mm, the Crystal yeah. Exarch gained his title as much for his position as for the crystalline transformation subtly consuming the flesh of his body. Ooh. This enigmatic figure promises to play a prominent part in the Warrior of Light's future adventures. He is turning into a lassie. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, Going wow. You never go full crystal. No, don't do it. It's a bad idea. <laughs> uh, he, he definitely, I think it's the, for me, I get the vibe of Makote, which kind of ties into the Crystal Tower story. So yeah. I'm, gonna, I, okay. I, I, if you look I'm, at his I'm mouth, actually kind of hoping it is. Yeah, I know. It's like it's his mouth is very Makote esque. Yeah. yeah. So can't wait to see what happens. Speaking of not going full something, Solus <laughs> Gallery is be quickly becoming full Kafka, uh, the founder of the Garlean Empire, for whom even death presents no obstacle. Uh, optical obstacle <laughs> for centuries he has worked from the shadows sowing the seeds of war in order to trigger calamities and thereby rejoin the worlds that were once divided with Novarant on the brink of lucent oblivion to what end ha has he chose to take center stage what's he gonna do we don't know we just don't know like what is what is what what does why what do you what is he gonna do what are we gonna do shruggity shrug yeah, we, I don't we know. Don't, uh, we don't have any write-ups for these last what, four. Valtry uh, and Ranjit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Feoui. Feoui? Feoui. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we've and seen our, these guys before, Heroes of the Thirst. Yeah. yeah. Our old friends. So I guess we the thought we were, they were dead, and I guess maybe they're not, or maybe mm -hmm. they're in a flashback. Well, they went back. They went back yeah. to Infilia, right? So that last, like, we, we left them. That's right. Yep. They they were traveling back to the first. Well, to yeah. be able to leave the first, they, they basically not. had to kill themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, or or so they were told, or so we were told. And they, yeah. And the, this is what Ifrit's arena, I think. Well, so this could be a flashback yes. to their mm -hmm. their good deeds and whatnot. But I think mm -hmm. it would be cool if they were just like, oh no, we we actually didn't die. Welcome welcome well, to the first. They when thought they thought our scions died. They're like, and yeah. so, like, if they witnessed it one at a time, maybe they were thinking, like, oh no, they were getting called, and their bodies are like, oh, they're like as good as dead. Yep. And it's like, okay, that's what that we be. had today. Oh, reverse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll find out here in a couple, of, uh, in two weeks. Right? Theorizing <laughs> is fun, though. Yes. <laughs> so, right. we have the upcoming schedule here. So, if, uh, for those of you who don't, um, already know it june 28th is the start of early access you need to pre-order to get in on this action otherwise the official service uh, service starts on july 2nd if you're mm -hmm. on the fence if you're on the fence i ask you if you have time to play from the 28th to the second i guarantee you you're going to want to play yeah, exactly. during that time so get in pre-order get your action on uh you get a really awesome earring and it's yes. that's going to be valuable for a very long yeah. time to come as they add in new jobs, et cetera. Um, July 2nd is the start of the official service. And then approximately two weeks later on July 16th, patch 5.01 releases. This is when the Eden Normal raid launches. The reason they do this is so that you can enjoy the story 
at a reasonable pace. And so you're not going to sit here and feel like you have to burn through it in a day to be raid ready. You got two weeks, you're going to be raid ready because really the big raid comes out two weeks after that in Mm -hmm. patch 5.05. Plus we're going to be, we're going to be locked um, and getting those pieces from the normal mode. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you you get pretty much what you need in two weeks anyway, so might as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be fine. Enjoy your the time. Yeah, and have fun because there's a lot to see and experience, and just you know, uh, because if you're getting gearing up for Savage, you have till July 30th. This is when even Savage drops. This is when we get the Tums the Phantom uh, of the Menace and uh, <laughs> Dungeon of uh, Lee uh, Geith, which is the new treasure map dungeons. Uh, that will be coming out as well. And mm-hmm. so I'm actually on vacation on July 30th, so I'm going to be nice. coming back the following week. But I am taking <laughs> off June 28th for the whole week, so uh, I'm going to have a heck of a good time Yeah, uh, playing some video games uh, and enjoying my time off work, which would be nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is, I just want to say it, so it's the start of early access. We know what happened last time. Yeah. Rubble and Savage was a thing. They're learning from it, but don't expect no hiccups. Like if it's your first you ever expansion, Plus you never have, know. Uh, worlds, we have world visit now. Uh, mm-hmm. They they asked people to try and uh, test it, so hopefully it yeah. has been tested, and hopefully they did work on it. Uh, and if you get stuck on your world, try a different world. Try yeah, try to go to a different place. Also have a backup plan. Yeah, have a have a backup plan so that at the end of whatever happens, you're feeling satisfied and you know rested. Because yeah. the worst case is you take time off work, you try to play the game, maybe maybe it's down and they have to fix yeah. it. Maybe worst case scenario, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Have another game to play, have something to do to, to enjoy. <laughs> Otherwise, right. don't keep spamming the button. What we saw, <laughs> the problem that a lot of, why Robon Extreme is so fondly remembered is mm-hmm. people kept click, 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 you know, they kept, and that's all they did for hours. Yep. And it's like, okay, if that happens, like, like my backup plan was, I went and did other things and I went yeah. and had fun and yeah. there's other things to do and Get yes it's later. frustrating Take but they did talk about it later they talked about it so we've had the data center mm-hmm. edition which should help yeah. we also have they said they added a queuing system mm-hmm. into that kind of into those kind of instance, instance battles yeah and that in and of itself should help solve the biggest problem because what what happened is even if someone wants to be a jerk and ddos the game mm-hmm. just to ruin the fun like we added to the ddos at stormblood yes. because the game is being DDoSed, and then all of us were like, oh, I'm trying to get through. And then Balmung died, and then I got through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, when yeah. Balmung crashed, it was like, we can get in now. <laughs> A noble sacrifice, you know? It's yeah. fine. It had to happen. It had to happen. <laughs> That's when I got some sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was well, like, I don't I- care. It's fine. A lot of people uh, went through, and I think Charles, you did this. You went in and were like, I'm going to level Red Mage first. And I didn't. I went immediately to the MSQ, and I did not get stuck at Robot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I didn't really... All of six people that that didn't happen to. Yeah. I didn't really mind it. And then I think Excalibur died the next day, and that's when Bamlin got there. So that's when Bamlin got there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So just just know things might happen. We're going to make it through. Shrug and shrug. Take a a, a tilt, take a breath. You'll be okay. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, So the last bit of news as far as the live letter is... uh, New Worlds. On mm-hmm. Tuesday, June 18th, New Worlds will be added to the European data centers. Spriggan will be added to Chaos, and Twintania will be added to Light. 
And that is it for new worlds and world transfery related things yep. for now. Stay there. Yes. Don't and you worry. Now we have our very exclusive first time heard interview with Yoshi P from E3. Never heard else. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even read it yet. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was copy paste it. So here we go. You're going to be learning alongside <laughs> us. What? <laughs> are doing? No. Uh, so question number one. Uh, in the 1.0 trailer and now with Shadowbringers teaser trailer, the worry... Of light is wearing a generic set of armor. A lot of players are wondering whether will we ever be able to equip it. Mm. Uh, that armor doesn't exist in the game files. It looks to me very much like the uh, eleven armor, which is kind of funny. But mm -hmm. uh, we actually realized only recently ourselves that we never implemented that gear set in the game. <laughs> if there is a great <laughs> demand, we might consider adding it to the yeah. box station. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be somewhere. But that's that's so it interesting. Doesn't, that it doesn't exist. It did. It, it was just for cinematics. We don't. Yeah. We don't actually have it. It's so funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Uh, so question number two. From what we've seen, it looks like the majority of Shadowbringers will take place on the first. Will there be any new content or areas in 5.0 on the source? Answer there was once you finish the main scenario quest, the role quest at level 80 will take place on the source. Now we speculated about that because mm -hmm. it would make sense. That's cool. That may be the only content that's going to happen on the source. This was a deliberate choice so that we have our players concentrate on the realm of the first throughout the main scenario quest in Shadowbringers. If we reveal more, it could potentially spoil the story, so we'll leave it at that. Thanks, Yoshi uh, The first has been burned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we had to go to the first. There was no more source. Spoilers! <laughs> they, Just made also, they didn't really add anything new area-wise to the source. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's kind of more interesting to keep almost everything on the first i think personally. yeah uh who the heck knows what the garlands are going to be doing while we're doing that uh mm -hmm. be interesting yeah. wonder what if, we'll if, come they, back don't, after if they don't press their advantage they're not fit to lead yeah or, i mean that's true yeah. uh, <laughs> oh oh wait the other the opposing team left the field and you didn't score all the touchdowns yeah like what like, <laughs> i hope there's a little bit of that uh political intrigue like mm -hmm. they have to learn that the warrior of light is missing and like there's yeah. a whole cut thing about, the, about it where the, the Garlians are like, <gasps> Does Does the Aeors in Alliance kind of make it kind of a scarecrow warrior of life? Always thought we, while he's walking around over here. Like, just just get in the Moogle suit. That's all they wore anyway. It's like, yeah. who can tell who was in it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Historically, historically uh, they've, they've done stuff like this where uh, you have doubles of important figures to try and... Mm -hmm. Make yes, them appear they're somewhere else, or make a, mm -hmm. an opposing faction believe that they're they're well or something. So yeah, I hope that yeah. happens. That would be fun. Just yeah, to, just it's to gonna be neat to see what happens there. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so in the launch trailer, the Warrior of Light is take uh, is talking to an NPC when he arrives on the first, who looks like an NPC that we encounter right. on when we first started a Realm Reborn. Yeah. Is this an Easter egg, or does this show something more? And Yoshi says. The NPC doesn't tie in closely with the narrative per se, but it is something that uh, that is in there to maintain a sense of consistency in your adventures. As you know, the world is uh, was shattered into 14 different shards, including the source, about 10,000 years ago. I believe they said 12,000 at one point. Mm -hmm. um, when the world split into the different shards, because it was based off the same e uh, ether, each is a, uh, is a similar realm. So there may be the possibility that certain people, why not exactly 
replicated would look similar on the different realms. We wanted to depict that as an easy recognizable form so that we're starting a uh, this new adventure in Shadowbringers as uh, uh, we had this NPC show up. This was something that we wanted to incorporate as a reminder as well. Um, yes, in the starting of new important quest also. Like, hey, look, here, <laughs> here they are again. So mm -hmm. it was a deliberate uh, in that way. So while they may look similar, they are not exactly the same person who follows the same path. Their fate may be different in the different realms. We wanted to depict that aspect as well. And you probably encounter other similar situations and other characters that you come in contact with through the Are story. Are you excited about this, Charles? You're like really nodding your head. I mean, because in the trailer you hear Hushva, right? Do you? And it's like, that's, yeah, you do. You hear right, I uh, miss that. He said something about smiling, and you're like, wait, hold on. It's in the Japanese one, I think. I see you trying uh, to make me cry. I know, right? It's like, are we going to have a mirror world version of Harshafont? Sure. I mean, I, I personally love say. alternate reality stories. Yeah. So this yeah. is right up my alley. I can't yep. wait to see people that are the same or very similar to people, characters yes. we already know in our but world. Is her, would her, uh, this world hurt Harshavant be a good guy? You know, it's like, yeah. Because they could be on completely different trajectories. Yeah. Like, they, they do show the little glimpse of uh, his father's journal, the Heavensward yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm interested to see what happens there. What does that mean? Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's the logo from the... Oh, wait, no, that was in-game. We're not breaking yeah. fourth walls here. Okay. Yeah, fine. yeah. <laughs> it's a game within a game. The game's mm. playing us playing this game. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, is it your turn or my turn? I should do. Okay. Uh, we have the world visit system now. Are you expecting that to impact early access and the launch of the expansion? So we we're just talking about this. The answer there was, it's a pretty massive system that we implemented to be able to world visit. But seeing that there weren't any major bugs and it's running smoothly, we're pretty confident that the framework of it is working properly. That being said, <laughs> say for example, there's a lot of people on Balmon. Yeah, there is. Hey. <laughs> you, you may run into login issues. Because we have the world visit system, we might recommend people move off of more congested servers to play more comfortably on less congested worlds at launch. Definitely a lot of people on that particular server and more people joining as well. So again, we probably recommend playing on a less congested server if you're looking to play comfortably. So yeah, answer, Balmung, don't play on Balmung. Just go, go to a place. Get that with was your my friends. plan, but I'm also gonna get like a bunch of gear from dungeons and stuff. So I wish I could get into my uh, retainer. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be like, you're gonna have to pop back Yep. to Balmung to, to dump all your new stuff and then pop back on. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. Hopefully it won't yeah. be too painful. As long as we can gonna, get to the expansion. Gonna log off on, I don't know, Marble or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, next. Michelle, With the world it. visit system, have you seen changes to the economy overall? We saw some changes happening with enabling the world visit system, and we are still in the process of things shifting and fluctuating, but it feels within the range of expectations. Uh, in areas where we've seen some extremely low supply of items, the world visit system, we were able to see supply uh, and meet the demands for what was lacking in those particular areas. We also mm -hmm. see the prices of the different items sold stabilizing and becoming more average. We haven't seen much confusion either. Okay. Uh, we are pretty smooth in terms of the economy. Yeah, you know, I had uh, some friends who just started playing the game, right? And they know they were like, oh, okay. They contacted me because, you know, 
podcast and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we didn't know you play. Where do you play? Balmung. And they said, and I quote, oh, that's the server where everything's so cheap. <laughs> and I was like, really? I didn't even know that that was the, the consensus. But it's cool to be able to hop into these other initially things. especially yeah. on uh like things like furnishing and yeah color, i think the mm-hmm. goal of that that it was so smart because you know to buy and not be able to sell is to yes. help normalize the economies because i think from a technological perspective like i wonder if this because that things are normalizing so fast that mm-hmm. if we'll see them implement the ability to sell so. another thing sooner right because i was like man i bet it's going to take you know at least six months for right. everything to kind of even out across the board mm-hmm. and if it's already happening sooner then it's like well you know because that was the whole point because there was like oh no my they're gonna wreck the economy like no that's gonna even it out because certain servers have more you know gill and if they just flipped on the switch then the economies that have smaller would just be Mm -hmm. you know be crushed by himself yeah you know what makes me really sad though seeing a uh an rmt with a wanderer Mm -hmm. tag Oh, yeah. You were made somewhere else and came here. Please leave. Like, get out of here. Stupid <laughs> bot. Yeah. Um, I also, I might be wrong about the uh, the glamour and, and furnishings being the cheaper thing. I might be, like, completely reversed on that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I haven't been playing very much, and it's now the run-up. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wait, and then I'm gonna do all the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this next one is super short, so I'll take it in. You guys okay. can the rest this is of a big one though this is it's yeah. a super short but it's big yeah when an expansion launches there are multiple instances for each zone to help alleviate the stress unfortunately for parties they will also then teleport and get put in different instances then have to zone out and back in in order to reconnect is there any way to have an option to choose which instance you teleport into the answer one sentence we have addressed that and your party won't be split up yay, yay. you did yes. it Yes, yeah, all thank you. You don't need yeah. to give the option to say, oh, the party leader is here. Everybody go there. there. That's yeah. just, yep. It, that's made, it made maps very painful back in that, you oh, know, yeah. because those things were real populated. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. come on. And I have, like, with that, with that one change, I'm wondering, as with World Visit, like, as the servers become, you know, where it's like, okay, yeah, the zones are just instance, and then they kind of get that figured out mm-hmm. for the long run. So this makes me really happy. Oh, uh, question numbers. Good oh, sorry, Rod. No, no, I'm just saying we're getting into the good stuff. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I hope that the uh, the rings that you get for your friendship, whatever it oh, is, yeah. I hope yeah, those yeah. work. Turn up on. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't initially, but I think in the last couple of days where it was still up, they started to. So I hope those work mm. this time around. Yeah, maybe they should. A they should. super pain in the butt to not be able to use that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. When you're used to being able to teleport yes, yes. to someone. It, yeah. is, it is a... First world haha problem. But I mean uh, <laughs> I mean anybody can get married. <laughs> anybody can do the eternal bond. So yeah. yeah. All right. So question seven. We know that the Ishgardian re- reconstruction is going to be considered the crafting and gathering endgame content. Can you elaborate more on what this means? Will it be only at level 80? And Yoshi says, the fir- first and foremost, how this will be flagged as far as uh, completion will not be by individual player. It will be flagged based on the entire world. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's like bring us together. It's we're all on the like we're you know we're a server. Yeah. Uh, the basic concept is going to be that uh, the players within a particular world are going to rebuild Ishgard. Of course, you can contribute more if you have a higher crafter or gatherer. So in a sense, you would be able to contribute more. There is also an element, however, where your character does not have the crafter or gatherer job su- uh, sufficiently level. So you can purchase anything like a lottery ticket that will allow you to participate in the reconstruction. 
also, as more of Ishgard is reconstructed, there will be festivals that will be held kind of like a seasonal event, and players can participate in those events to obtain additional rewards. Finally, there will be a ranking system. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, there's going to be a ranking system. There's kind of weird, like, gnat in front of my face. Uh, if you or uh, are one of the top crafters or gatherers, you will have a title that will be rewarded to you and a tool that you can obtain, sort of reminiscent of the ultimate battle weapons, Mother of Pearls. <laughs> that will be an element for the top crafters and gatherers to attempt to achieve as well. Right. Holy smokes, that sounds... Are you excited? Um, yeah. I don't think you're excited cool. in this at all. Like, <laughs> yes, well, like, oh, a ranking system, like, if they get this right and it w works really well, like, apply this to other areas of the game, you it know? It does that, sound really cool. It yes. really sounds That'd be cool. good for, uh, like, a siege-based thing, too. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of a, a wow echo in there. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit in there. Uh, I just, it's so cool that uh, they one made it world based because that's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So that we'll all see this the the Ishgard changes. Yeah, yeah. And we can all participate, even if you're a lower level. Mm -hmm. Like, just go participate, get it there. Have quicker, fun. You know, yeah. like go. Uh, and yeah, the ranking is amazing. That is great. I wonder what that title will be. You know, because there's gonna be there's gonna be a fight because Ishgard is like from people who have played since 1.0, Ishgard is one of the places where they're like, I really want to see more. I really want to help build it, and I want titles that reflect that. So that could be really cool. Mm -hmm. It sounds uh, good. I hope it lives up to this. Yes. This excitement that we have just generated for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, it it sounds it sounds impressive. It so sounds... you know, wait to see where they go with it. Mm -hmm. uh, the next two. Uh, the next two. Ah, uh, ooh, ooh. Is Ishgard reconstruction available at 5.0? That will be implemented at 5.1. Okay, so Is more Ishgard stuff in 5.1. Is Ishgard housing related to the system? It's up to the players, I think, he said vaguely. Ah, uh, so, so it must be. So yes, and yeah. if, you, if your server finishes, then yeah. you housing. probably get housing. Yeah. Which is gonna be that's gonna be the driving force behind this like getting ishgard housing i know i don't really care about houses i'm going to get an ishgard house i don't care who i have to fight or how long i have to stay up to try and claim a house <laughs> but this brings us as a server together to work on yeah. to where it's like oh you're a level five crafter awesome how can i help you out because you because it's not about like i i don't rebuild ishgard and then get my house like we all are in this together mm -hmm. So we're going to ideally, and hopefully not like rudely, but ideally like <laughs> encourage people to craft and like mm -hmm. help each other out because, oh, if, if I'm helping level you up, then you're contributing to this even faster. Mm -hmm. And so that I think is going to be exciting. House and it's friends. like, imagine a server mm -hmm. first race for Ishgard housing. I right? know, right? That's like, going to happen. It's going <laughs> to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, do you think alts could be a problem? Depends on how they like. If they put a cap in on it, then yeah. people are definitely going to do alts. Yes, without a doubt. Yeah, if you're capped, if there's, if there's no cap, then no, then people are just going to crap. Yeah, and it's probably going to be a threshold thing where it's like you get to this many points for a server, and then it's going to stop until the next phase. So, and I, I bet most progress after that will be lost anyway. I would guess because they don't want you to pre-do the next step and just go straight through it. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be these thresholds to let people catch up and. Uh, you know, the alts will help you fill it quicker, but then you're still going to be artificially stopped, most likely. Most likely. I mean, I can't see them just letting you go and fill up the bar as many times, and then you just keep phasing. It depends on how it's implemented. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Doma. Like, yeah, kind of like Doma. Yeah, they stopped you. 
yeah it's like well you got to phase it or else one server a couple servers in particular that have maybe a lot of people are just going to destroy it right if they <laughs> but if they make it like proportional long enough to where like there is technically no cap so you just keep going and going and going and it's like mm -hmm. okay now it's vibe two and now we're going to open up housing mm -hmm. okay where are people and then they base the unlock of that off of another like thing because like yeah. you could say yeah you've rebuilt it but you needed to get to level you know a thousand and you're like mm -hmm. oh wow we thought we were high at level 120 you know right. it's like they could always like let you just go and it's like oh that server got to level 2000 well to unlock it we yeah. can see that what they produced so we can project like we can see yeah, how much time it is so as opposed to like who knows they could go any which way the mm -hmm. probably what they would do is a cap but i just say no let I people hope, keep playing it up they don't yeah yeah i i hope they mm -hmm. just let if, if that's somebody that somebody wants to sit there and grind on then i think they should let them have that some yeah. people yeah. legitimately like that kind of stuff so yeah it, it. it also would help them uh adjust their timing because yeah. they could see what the participation is and mm -hmm. then based off of that then they, then they could determine like okay well we know that at this participation level where everybody's yeah. just excited about it, it would take them, we, we, we then say time. like, well, if they're completing a level a day, well, great, we need to set, when is it, when are we ready to do the housing? It's then. So at that rate, we, we would we would uh, space right. it that way. And it, it, that would be what I would do from an engineering perspective. It's like, mm -hmm. it's rather than guessing, because like they could guess yeah. it too short and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> or, well, that took a day. <laughs> yeah, way too far and no one ever gets to it. Yeah. Um, so one more. <laughs> 7.0. <laughs> oh, Jesus. One more related to housing. Uh, oh. Trying to get a plot is very difficult and it takes a lot of time and there's a random element involved because of the timer. Has there been any consideration to changing how that system works? This is the system is necessary to address RMT slash gold farmers. We want to eliminate issues where they are farming for land as well. And if we were to remove this system, then nobody would be able to buy land properly uh, anymore. That's how the people are buying the land. That people are hiring bots so yeah. they can do and get their house. Like yeah. that, that answer seems di di uh, divorced from the reality of the mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. Anyway, we wanted to make it. Uh, yeah, we wanted to make it so that it's fair to everybody. So yes, luck is involved in the process, unfortunately. But for the time being, we don't have any intentions of changing the system. Also, mm -hmm. and this is something of a happy problem to have. But there are so many players that are still joining us, so it might be getting to that point where we have to consider adding more plots of land. Uh, we'd like to launch Shadowbringers first and let things settle down and monitor how the different servers are populated and make considerations from there. Yeah, so. it's this answer is much less hype than the other yeah. answers because it's like, yeah, we know it's a problem, but we can't change it because we can't really figure out a better way is really what that was. Mm -hmm. It's like, we, yeah, we I don't, don't know. Have the solution I still feel the right problem. answer is that they should make individual housing instanced and the, and, and, and kick in, uh, individual housing out of this system and only make it free company based. I, I, and I, I think that they just are not willing to do it. Like, I know. I see. And it's, it's because it's so divisive that like, if they if they pick that side or if they like lean more into it they're just they're just stuck um new plots would help but then we're gonna have that problem just a little we're just kicking the can down the road really mm -hmm. yeah. um but i think they uh, should make it a combo system uh yeah. we've, we've said this a billion times but, yeah 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 uh maybe have fds be the ones who can actually be in neighborhoods and then uh do individualized housing very much like the apartments where you can pick the size you want mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Everybody can get the size house they want, and then uh, FCs get the advantage with the actual neighborhoods. Neighborhoods, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, that that is a, I think it's a happy medium too. I just, they probably are just not prepared to do it. Like that's probably a huge undertaking because how do you, how do you keep everyone having their homes? You know, you kick it would all probably the... probably require a whole lot more server space too, because if you open yeah. if you open up that limit, it's just gonna skyrocket. People are yeah, gonna everyone's be gonna like, have gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just it's so hard to do when when they first created it, they never expected this problem. To I happen. don't know why. <laughs> I don't know either, well, but they I think they also like looked at the game and where it was and where they projected mm -hmm. it to be, and the game has exceeded all their expectations. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stormblood wasn't the you know the high point in the in the game's you know subscription based. It's mm -hmm. you know it's it's still growing and you know they're you know then they're like, yeah, so it's uh you know so it's gonna be interesting to see overall like Yoshi P was nervous about doing the uh presentation at E3 and he, mm -hmm. like he's like oh people are not gonna care that it's an MMO and it's like no people love that they like yeah. people are crazy for it mm -hmm. so I think that there is this uh you know I think that you know they're constantly being surprised by us yeah you know, in, in a good way yeah um, all right who wants to take this next one uh sure uh right now the Shadowbringers trust system is only for one player but a lot of people regularly play with one other person is there a reason why you can't do two players with trust so the answer. We were just talking about this. I know, right? Uh, with the trust system, one of the main concepts is for our players to enjoy progressing through the main story. And you'll start to see this when you play utilizing this system. But it's not just about getting through the story. After we complete the main scenario quest, we still utilize the trust, the trust system. And there will actually be a system in which you're raising and growing your NPCs. So if we allowed for multiple players to team up with NPCs, we would not need to set up a program to track whose trust belonged to whom, and the growth system gets complicated. Plus, once we allow for preset partial parties, so that three times fast, the is demand will parties? be there. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <For> <laughs> no, I was like, is she gonna? I mean, I know you can. Uh, for people, I can't. For people who want to go in a duty finder and be matched up with NPCs, and that gets even more confusing. So we had to draw the line somewhere, so we set it up so either you're going solo with your trust or you party with other players. There's one more major point. Say, for example, I'm going with, with three other NPCs. All the NPCs need to keep track of in terms of HP and healing is me. If we had a party comprised of two players, the AI would need to decide which player they need to prioritize if they're both running low on HP. This, that adds an extra step that the AI has to make a decision on, which will delay their response. So that's the end of the answer. And I, you know, the growing of NPCs, that's interesting. That's like squadrons, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but with these characters or with these characters and your squadron characters or what? Is it the same system? I don't know. I mean, that's Gosh, kind of I interesting. hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's not that one. But that's really interesting to me that they actually added that growth because I don't think, because I, I didn't mess around trust too much i basically watched fusion do it because i was too busy getting all the tooltips in the world when we were at the media tour <laughs> so brian did you see any sort of leveling mechanics to them i didn't i don't remember seeing so, them. no they were they were synced to the level in which that we were in the dungeons yeah. it's possible that we we're, we're going to be leveling them that adds a whole other form of com like interesting complexity yeah but if it's all but they can only then be leveled through the dungeons mm -hmm. then that ends up being where like that ends, I think, a lot of complexity itself. So I'm wondering when you're talking about growing them, 
is that yeah. there's an end game kind of progression as opposed to yeah. a leveling progression for them. Because the one thing I think that could be frustrating is that all of a sudden you get to the level 58 thing and you're on at two in the morning and no one's playing. You're like, oh, I'm going to use my trust. And you're like, oh, I haven't leveled them. Right. Okay. Now, instead of progressing on my story, I'm going and trying to level. So, um, they, they didn't get experience. They no. they were at the level uh, 73, and that was also the same as, as the dungeon. So yeah, it didn't seem like that they were leveling I'm, up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it won't be with like actual levels because that would be weird, but it, there must be something on top of that. Maybe it like a Chocobo type system, you know, mm -hmm. like you unlock more abilities for them to do. Feed them an onion. Pretty amazing. Yeah, exactly. Feed them those onions. <laughs> you are good. Never, never dies. <laughs> Gross. Don't do that. That's interesting. That's really cool. Uh, I can't wait to see what it looks like. Definitely. All right. Let's see here. Um, go ahead. No, it's your turn. All right. Let's see here. When designing con uh, the content, do you take camera angles into account? <laughs> For example, in the Titania fight, here at E3, during one of the phase, uh, the ads get quite big and can often block the camera as this intended. You know, she says, with any battle content, there are general guidelines about how the camera work will be. The development team tests and plays it and looks at the angles to make adjustment. With this example, the intent uh, of that phase is to make sure that your tank is switching over to tank stance and generate the necessary hate. To make sure that they are looking at the big picture other than uh, that concept, there is no particular uh, thought put into that phase. Any blocking of the camera is not intentional. And as an aside, the fight uh, was uh, actually worse in earlier builds. The team called it Titania Ultimate, and you could uh, be knocked off the platform. Uh, they will relay the feedback about the camera angles to the team. So I did the Titania fight because I went to E3, not because of Gamerscape. I also work in the industry somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but so that fight i just want to talk about it because it's it's really easy stuff really easy stuff but you know the the challenge is e3 there's mm. a lot of people who don't even know what the game is and they get in the line and they're like what's happening and there's all these buttons and they give you seven five or seven minutes to set up your bars yeah well, you've never played an mmo yeah i don't i don't know how you're gonna figure it out mm -hmm. so i only did it once because i was running around and so general just because the videos are out there, so whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a very rote, you know, fight. There's a phase change, and then there's an ad phase. And that ad phase DPS check was you would need at least two to three DPS who know what they're doing. Um, I think that was the real difficulty because living is whatever. But mm -hmm. that's the the camera angle angle thing he's talking about, or the the question was about. I saw it too because at some point they get really big and they're kind of like Sephiroth, but but doing three sections of the arena. Okay. So it's like, well, I can't. Where's the? I can't see. It was like a <laughs> like, dodging mechanic, and but you can't see. Oh no! You have to fight three uh, giant ads oh, around okay. the arena. They kind of look like Sephiroth. Okay. Um, and there's a little bit of dodging. There's like a fan mechanic. You know, we've seen that getting the gap of the fan, that sort of stuff. And AOE circles on the ground. But yeah, you couldn't see because they were big and they're blocking three quarters of the arena. So there's only Excellent. one spot. Yeah. So. I mean, it was a hard fight, but not really because of that, but really because of logistics at E3. Like, it just doesn't doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that when we do play it, it's not that bad on the camera. And the other thing is, uh, <laughs> there's a, like, knockback mechanic. And so, you know, you're, like, yelling out, hey, get close to the circle, but not in the circle, because mm -hmm. it's just like Sephiroth's punch, right? Yeah. Sephiroth's punch. 
Um, and one of the community team members or one of the staff there was like, yeah, you just stand anywhere. It's fine. And I'm like, no, you're going to get knocked. And I look behind me. Oh, there's no wall. Okay. Yeah, that's right. There, there is a wall. Yeah. You can't get knocked off. And okay. We don't even need to care about this mechanic. But like, it's just, he just looked at me and he's like, no, we did not put that in. No. <laughs> Why would we knock people off at E3? And I'm like, thank you for that. That's, that's a, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. It's like, this game is horrible. Like, that's what they want coming out. Like, yeah. why do people play it? They just knock you off the edge and laugh at you. Yeah. Uh, the immediate reaction from a lot of the people that were in the line was like, wow, this game is hard. Holy crap. Like, how are you even supposed to do it? So I don't think there's going to be a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> they said that the clear rate was lower than they expected. Way oh. lower. That DPS check was was pretty mm -hmm. intense for people who don't know how to play the game, especially because you don't know positionals. You don't if you pick Dragoon or Oof. Monk or something, how are you supposed to know that you have to move back and forth in seven minutes? Like you pick the thing that's shiniest and you will not do damage. So Zoela says like going back to the to like kind of the trust and leveling, maybe we yeah. can send them out on missions or something like that. Maybe mm -hmm. there's some kind of mechanic yeah. that is going on as well. That yeah, and so you're right about that. Good point, Zoela. Oh man, it would be like tactics, you know? No. Like when you send, yeah, her, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just want Alice to come back, or you send her out, and it's like I had a good feeling, you know. I just want those types <laughs> of tactics. Oh Cute. god, mm -hmm. more tactics stuff. Right, anyway, so, uh, <laughs> next question: During Las Vegas Fan Fest, there was a battle challenge about designing the ultimate battle content, and about how many people uh, watched these battle streams. Uh, are you taking streaming and viewing into account when designing future content? Uh, we don't take into account the streamability of content. With any content, our policy is for the player experience to come first, and we do not regularly take into consideration the experience of those watching. We would rather make new content uh, than allocate resources to that. Our policy is to make sure the person playing the content is excited and having fun with the experience. What makes the content fun to watch is when the players are having fun enjoying the content. And I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, with the true. ultimate battles, these players are so focused on beating the content, they will spend days on the content, not eating or sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Very unhealthy. Uh, uh, so for those kind of things, it does help that there is some drama in those experiences and people watching that struggle will want to cheer them on because of that drama. It adds to the feeling of being in it together. Perhaps because the ultimate content is being designed by extremely talented designers, they may have been considering more than just the players, but this is not mandated as part of how the content is designed. Mm -hmm. I kind of yeah, like so that answer, to be honest. Yeah. The streamability is a side effect of the game being fun. Yeah. And that's, I like that. I, right. I appreciate that, you know. Um, on that I'm hoping time. that we see three, though. Like, I know that they're concerned. Yeah. I'm hoping that we see three. With yeah, the three. three because one of the things that felt like it would have been really neat to see in 5.5 is some form of like holy crap like you know like they're just punishing people yeah the fact is, like if people are going to play it unhealthily that's their choice yeah you know so yeah it's true it's i think it's a matter of finding the right person who wants to build that kind of fight you know yeah like you got to be like you got to be passionate because you can't sit here and be like okay build me this you're like oh man <laughs> there there will be another one i know they were oh, kind of yeah. like uh no plans but there will be another one. Oh, you know at yeah. some point what already sounds like it's going to be a pretty epic pass yeah ginormous yeah uh, on the topic of streaming yeah the question was has there ever been any talk of a twitch extension uh nope. the answer is no <laughs> we've not had discussions about this only because we do not have regular discussions about external tools 
or software or platforms. There are certain tools that are interesting, so it's not that there is no desire, but there's a lot of elements we want to work on in-game. I want to prioritize those. I like the in-game prioritization, but there yeah. is a value than having yes. an extension, yes. especially when you see it with the Borderlands stuff, like by people watching mm -hmm. that they're getting in-game rewards or whatever, yeah. like it's like, that kind of is cool. such a part of the economy that if they also do like 11 remaster or whatever this 26 yeah, whatever project that, is, yeah. that they're working and been working on since then, like hopefully they're factoring in that mindset. Mm -hmm. I still would love a thousand hundred things like in the game, you know, like oh, yeah. calendar and more FC tools and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. like, hopefully it's not something that's like, okay, like, no, it seems like that was something when they announced that for Borderlands 3, I was like, that mm -hmm. is genius. You mean yeah. I can watch people play Borderlands 3 and it's helping my character out? Yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would do that. I like the mm -hmm. uh, the Vermintide thing. <laughs> oh, where, yeah. Where if yeah. you watch on Twitch, you can uh, give them mobs to fight. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I love that interaction. Yeah, it's mean. It's really mean, but it's really yeah, neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, we're on the last one. Last question. All right. So before, who wants it? Sorry. No. Who shall it be? Oh, is okay. it? Okay. Uh, before FanFest this year, there was a lot of information leaked. What was your reaction to that? <laughs> Generally speaking, leaking information is the worst thing you can do. Mm -hmm. There are two thoughts behind this. With our three fan festivals, as well as our patch updates, we try to lay out elements that would surprise our players, and we want to bring an encounter uh, that people may not have even imagined. It is very important for us to provide that surprise enjoyment. So leaking information is taking away that enjoyment and ruining that initial contact and emotion that we want our players to experience. So it is unacceptable and unforgivable. Mm -hmm. The other reason is it ruins the efforts of the development team. Mm -hmm. We have a few hundred people working on this daily, and when a spoiler comes out, it destroys what we've worked for. As somebody responsible for the development team, there are simply no words for me to describe how unfortunate that is. It's extremely frustrating. Square Enix as a whole does its due diligence and investigates all incidences of these leaks. They are taken very seriously. So some people probably got fired. Yeah, most likely. Um, you know, like, we all knew of the leaks. You know, it was a conscious decision to just not try and talk about them in general but you know like it, it will happen and they know it will happen but they hate it yeah, it's not I fair mean, it's, it's a, not and then also i think the third there's a third thing here mm -hmm. wasn't mentioned it's set it can set wrong expectations right and you can yeah. look at a, the, a classic example of blue mage rather than yeah. coming out and saying hey blue mage and yeah it's not going to work the way that maybe everybody thought it was all leaked, like Blue Mage is coming. And so when they came on stage, everybody's like, confirmed. Yes, it's going to. And then it's like, and then it was like, okay. Not now we have, to start, we have to start deconstructing six or nine months of expectation mm -hmm. as opposed to, oh, I don't think we're going to get it, blah, blah, blah. Holy crap. And then it's like, oh, and then you only have a day. Yeah. They only would give you a day to build up like what it could be. And then it's yeah. like, okay, let's talk about it. And they That's even kind of really good it. point. Yeah. So you're, it's like totally when you look right. at right, and it's like as like as a developer myself, like mm -hmm. who actively works in some of these things, it's like at the end of the day, that is the gift that we give them is mm -hmm. that emotion and is that excitement. Right. You know, especially like you think of if you went and you grinded out and you got your first relic weapon and the effort you put in and just like the payoff that you feel, like that's what they're doing for us. They're working mm -hmm. every day. And they come in and it's like, sometimes it's not fun work. Sometimes you're, you're, it's like, it's hard. 
and mm-hmm. you know and it's sometimes it's not fun you know you're like oh god okay this didn't work why are we this bug that we keep having to fix keeps coming back why and then like at the end of it like when you go in you're like all oh, right here and everybody's like yes mm-hmm. it, it helps it helps honestly fuel their passion one of the things that a lot of people like and i want to I, I keep hitting on it but a lot of people don't realize or don't give enough credit to is that passion helps make great games yeah. leadership refi- uh, basically focuses the passion but if people aren't passionate if they don't like working on the project they're going to go to something else and that's for, that's turnover that's not fun and or it ends up not being the most interesting fights right. this mm-hmm. dev team i think is the most passionate and it, and the, our best it's in our best interest that to not spread that to hopefully not let it happen in the first place yeah and so we can give them our shock our surprise our right. joy and that's going to make them go yes yeah okay exactly. i'm okay this thing that i'm working on because they're working on stuff now that's coming out in 6 to 9 months that's mm-hmm. going to help them now our reaction to shadowbringers so that like Yo, by the yeah. time next spring rolls around they're like oh just wait you know just, just wait till you <laughs> i'm going to go in and make sure headgear like glasses works on all these characters mm-hmm. because that's them that was a side project of just some developer exactly yeah but you that's know. the passion that they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I oh, I want to do this for the community because yeah. they're going, they, they're going to just gonna be so excited, yeah. and then we are so excited, and then that fuels that energy. Mm-hmm. It, that alone also helped Yoshi P get excited mm-hmm. because of that. He's like, it, it's it's these it's the gifts these gifts that we give back and forth to each other, mm-hmm. and so when that information comes out, it. I think to the end point, like, what does that person hope to then achieve? It's not like if. Like I have a YouTube channel. If I was like, guys, here's this crazy information. Can you believe it? Like, yeah, I might get a spike of views or subs for a short period of time, but mm-hmm. then ultimately, no one's going to tell me any other information. Yeah, that's it. that is it. And then it's like, then you just like, well, I have no information to give. I was the guy who leaked this, right? Like, I haven't leaked anything. I would. That's yeah. not what I do. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, like I get it from a concept of like, if you are public, but now yeah. you're leaking stuff in the shadows, like just to be like <laughs> like I guess that, what's that the motivation applies to uh the media tour stuff too. yes the media there tour were stuff. a lot of leaks this so year in comparison leaks. to the first yeah, year we were like yeah. a lot yeah. and yeah. some <laughs> people some people made videos with their face on the videos yes. like you are not getting invited back <laughs> yeah what like were you, you thinking can't. well no. that's but i get the mindset there because it's like oh yeah like people are gonna people are gonna go watch that yeah. because they're obviously very curious i get that i don't get the person who's like secret the secret leaguer like yeah. <laughs> oh like guys you wouldn't leave it you know like oh i have the i have all the information mm-hmm. great who are you <laughs> you yeah. know like how sometimes it's just spiteful you know i like, guess so maybe yeah. they're like ah, i hate this yeah. job yeah it's hard to it's hard to understand it you know like i don't know i don't get it yeah i definitely saw a thing and i don't i don't have any idea if it's legitimate or not but i saw uh, one i think it was a discord conversation um, mm-hmm. Somebody claiming they were the leaker, the person, know, the, yeah, the guy, and and they were like, "Oh, Skrinx is a terrible place leaker. to work," and I don't even care. And it probably so... is a terrible place to work. <laughs> <laughs> it the the industry is uh, uh, stressful. A, yeah, a place. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, then people reach their breaking point all the time on. And then we get leaks. Way smaller than that. Yeah. yeah. So that's just the way it goes. And that, I think, is all we have for today. Yep. That's so anything it. else you guys want to add? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, we're just counting down to Shadowbringers. Uh, you know, I'm taking, like, you know, 
I like to take a couple weeks off prior to the mm -hmm. launch of an expansion from the game itself. So I hit, I cleared all my quests. I've everything's at 70 except for Culinarian because mm -hmm. you know I don't care about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody gave me a leveling kit, so I might go turn that in on the whatever. So <laughs> yeah. I figure on the 26th, uh, yeah. I, we're doing that. We actually have a kind of a fan event with uh, the Gather Together folks out here in DFW. Uh, we're going to be at Nerd oh, cool. 20th, so we've got that coming up. Cool. And uh, yeah, lo like lots of fun things happening uh, over the next two weeks. But uh, yeah, also I returned to Destiny because uh, after the uh, presentation, <laughs> it, was, yeah. uh, it was like, oh, so I actually... I hate Activision like even more. Like it's like that presentation <laughs> by Bungie was. Yeah. I watched it and I was like, I, I didn't watch it live, but I was like, I caught up on it after the fact. And I was like, I think Activision's been the problem the whole time. <laughs> uh, it's really a shame. I actually really liked. Uh, which one is it? Uh, Division. Division. Yes. Yeah. I'm like Destiny, Division, Divinity. Yep. Too many D. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, Division. I really liked on release. And then mm -hmm. the more, I guess the more structure they added to it, the less and less I liked it. Right, because no. then it's like, it's like I already play an MMO. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't need yes. these things. Dailies, yeah. no thank you. Yeah, nah. Goodbye. It's, it's, I mean, it's great for when it's your only game and they have to have content, you know? Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's awesome. That's fair. But yeah, I guess. No thanks. You know, yeah, the only thing with me is... Uh, I'm excited about everything from E3. Like, oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. so have, have you did you have you picked up the Secret of Mana collection yet? Uh, yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing so that. Good. I've been playing that with Maddie and Julie. Yeah, Aww. it's, it's awesome. So awesome. Oh man! And then they, the fact they're remastering it is yeah. like for trials. They're doing a whole remake of that. I was like, yeah. There's so much cool stuff coming from Square Enix as well because we've got the Dragon Age or Dragon Age Dragon Quest <laughs> on Switch, which. Was great because we finally get the orchestrated soundtrack. So mm -hmm. I've already beaten Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm just gonna get it again and beat it again. Me too. I don't know why. I just I'm gonna I, play it in classic mode. Yeah, yeah. I figured on the Switch I'd play it in classic mode just for the for that sake alone. It's such. Yeah. It was my game of the year last year. Like <laughs> it was just, that good. There's like the whole like next year from like November. Well, from November of this year to about. April of next year has so many games, including the Seven Remake. I mean, like uh, you went hands on with Seven Remake. Yes, I did. Yep. Uh, I love that. Okay, I loved the heck out of it because I was like, okay, it's going to be action combat, and I didn't want action combat. I I was one of the people who were like, I want turn based. I want it to be back to normal. That's what I want. But playing it, the hybrid that they have created. I don't know that I want them to try anymore. Like that's what I I like it so much that you know just backport it to thirteen and and fifteen and I'll play those again. Like what if, what if they brought that to sixteen? I would be very happy. Like uh, is that the is yeah. that is that the system? Is that the evolution? Like is it that good? I think so. Um, just by playing it, it reminded me of ten, which I regard as like the best turn based one, mostly mm -hmm. because you can switch members and parties. You know like. There's just so much seamlessness. You can see the order, and you can, like, affect the order, which is mm -hmm. cool. Uh, and I think, I mean, of course, I haven't played it enough. Don't, I don't even remember how much time we got, but it wasn't enough. Um, but I think this might be their action one that they can build on and just keep adding to it in each numbered game or whatever they make to give it more structure. And the other thing is, I don't know if they, they said that the Midgar section, which is coming on two Blu-rays, by the by, is like the first release. That's like it, ten percent of the original game. Yeah, 
how many Blu-rays is this going to take up? Is it 20? <laughs> like, holy Buy a new crap. shelf, buddies. Yeah, that's, wow, that's, that's the a lot. That's thing that honestly concerns me because it's like, if it's like, the, if it's truly episodic to where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, here's this, here's this, here's this, mm -hmm. here's this, like, mm -hmm. okay, well, like, yeah. how long until episode two? How expensive is this going to be? Yeah, they're saying that their team that worked on the Seven Remake is currently working on the next numbered title. And then after they're done that, they're going to reconvene. And I'm like, well, that's going to take a while. Mm. So I don't know. We're, we're just going to have to find out what I've played. I loved. So that's, that's well, you know, I, same team. Yeah, that's going to be like, honestly, from that, the battle, like when I'm happy to hear your hands on with it because mm. I watched it. I was like, holy crap. Yes. Like yeah. oh I'm attacking and that's filling my ATB and then it's then it's tactical yeah. like oh yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah. um, because then it's like oh yeah it's fun because it's like it's more engaging yeah you know you can move around and it's like I like action systems and I'm mm -hmm. curious to see what like honestly I think if they do another online Final Fantasy mm -hmm. MMO that we would see it more of an action RPG. Yeah than anything else just because it would differentiate itself more but go a ahead. little bit more to that point is you can turn that tactical freeze off too and just play with uh, basically you know, buttons mapped to the abilities that you would be able to do via the act of time battle. So if you did want more action, just switch it that way. That's mm -hmm. really cool as well. Like that's, that's awesome. I'm just, I, they seem to have thought about really sat down and thought about how to bring it to the next, you know, generation of people who want to love final fantasy seven. And uh, that's great. Now do it for eight. I know you're doing the remaster <laughs> and that's cool. But yeah, now now well, do I mean, maybe, remake maybe for eight. Great, but give us I, I I want a I want a sixteen in the in the veins. Oh sure. That yeah. is of when you look at uh Nier, when you look at Dragon Quest Eleven, when you look at Octopath Traveler, when you look at God of War, when you look at all these what's really been good about single player games since mm -hmm. the release of fifteen is that they don't break them up into these weird yeah, universe jump. of stuff. Like no, the they but they also say like this is it. We're not going to then finish the story with DLC. Sure. And so that if DLC uh, eventually makes its way yeah. out to the game, it's yeah. at night it, it's not something that was ever part of its plan mm -hmm. to tell the story. Like we were saying before this thing started, I realized what Final Fantasy 15 is, and it's mm -hmm. a tapas restaurant. It's a uh -huh. restaurant that you have to order every plate on the menu to get the full experience and actually feel satisfied, otherwise mm -hmm. you're going to feel like what did I pay for and right. why am I still hungry? Right. You know, and so with 16, I really would love to see it come back around. But mm -hmm. I, I'm really excited about uh, the 7 remake. I don't yeah. have a PlayStation, so I have a, uh, I'll have a dilemma next year. For well, me, they, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, they said that it will be playable on the next-gen PlayStation as well. So oh, yeah. that's a thing. I mean, of course. But it, it's it's interesting, you know. like That's uh, the one where you can put in, like, 10 Blu-rays at once so you don't have to switch your discs. <laughs> yeah. Digital. It's like those old-school, like... Digital. CD changers with the stupid arms. Do you yes. remember them? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys excited about Fancy Star Online 2 finally uh, making its way? Yeah. What? It's yeah. Finally. I cursed yeah. live on stream. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like I I you know it was legit. How old I, is that game? It's 2012, so it's uh yeah. it's seven years right now. Oh, uh, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, yeah. Finally, they're doing it, and that's that's cool. I'm glad I I am a big Fantasy Star fan. Like mm -hmm. that was my first MMO on the Dreamcast. Me too. Me too. Know, like, mm -hmm. I I love it, and I just been these years just like it'll never come here. Too I'll never late. have to think about it. Yeah, it's like, and now it's like, late. what about all I'm those people that already have established characters? You know, yeah, uh, they're still it, trying to figure out what they're. That's they. Uh, uh, Phil Spencer said that's actually uh, uh, Square, uh, not Square, uh, Sega's 
thing. Mm -hmm. they, they're going to figure out what to do, whether it's like a brand new start or if you can take your character into this version. Uh, he also said that like it's uh, it's also going to Philip Spencer also confirmed that it's coming to PlayStation 4 uh, at yeah. some point. So yeah, that's also good. really good. And I hope that when if it does like when it does come to PS4, that it is cross play enabled because yes, that's what it's like PC, Xbox to start and then uh, PS4, PS4 maybe switch you know things like that so that's i mean that's really exciting i will definitely play it because of nostalgia but i don't know that it'll have any staying power at this yeah. this day and age it's just kind of hard Maybe. to do that Maybe. i don't know i mean there's there's definitely going to be people who play it but for me it probably won't have the staying power like i don't know i, I don't know i mean i personally like really excited to, just to finally not have to right. worry about all the hoops yes. hatching and all that mm -hmm. and you know to kind of jump into it and see if it does have something that it sticks or if it's something that fits into the rotation of 14 where it's like okay well i did everything i needed to do for this patch cycle let me play this yeah play some this yeah. and <laughs> um and the other side of it is that uh with uh there's a crossover with the uh, pso with 14. So mm -hmm. on Xbox, I might be officially finally able to fight Odin on mm -hmm. an Xbox for the first time. Yeah. I'm wondering if this will mean that with 14, we'll finally see the other return of that. Like if we'll see, because the reason yeah. we didn't have it in, in 14 is because Fantasy Star Online 2 was not available in all areas. Yeah, so exactly. Maybe they finished that crossover event, um, you know, in, in, in Shadowbringers at some point. Yeah. Uh, do you expect a 7 remake crossover event for 14? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Freaking yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't. I don't know if I expect it like in in the spring. Yeah. But I, I would expect that we would see it um, yeah. in, in the game itself. I think that will be really exciting to see. Mm -hmm. um, we have like the minions, and so like yeah. ultimately we already have his motorcycle. What would they do? Yeah, we have <laughs> motorcycle. We've got the minions. Yeah. I, I would think so. it would be something fun, and it could deal with like maybe we visit the seventh shard or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a shame so. they haven't already finished seven and are on to eight, because yes. I mean I know they're doing the remaster, but it's not the same. Right. No, it's not. The same. It'd be nice if they it's were eight. on eight because yeah. many things from eight are going to be relevant. Yeah, gun blades and, and I don't even know what like what Eden would entail, but just give me that music. Just give me a, a <laughs> version of the extreme from Soken. Like I want that. <gasps> right. <laughs> My <laughs> that heart. Last battle music. I want it. Uh, don't be afraid. I don't know if the world's ready to Shadowbringers. Like, I th honestly have the the, 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 <laughs> the ultimate feeling like we are stepping into probably the piece de resistance of, uh, yeah. of the Final Fantasy expansions. It's for yeah. me, for us, like us 1.0 players, like this is a culmination of nine years yeah. of story, of foreshadowing, mm -hmm. all of these different pieces, of all the different struggles, of all the successes. Yeah. Like, I think they're, like, I am... I am really thinking that we're going to be stepping into an like and, and like something. I don't know if people really have the. I I, I have high expectations. Sure. I'm trying not to set unrealistic. Yeah. I'm yeah. just thinking like, I I, hope, I think we're going to see yeah. some. Everybody I've talked to is kind of on the same page as you. Like I yeah. I'm still sort of like it. It's not as high for me as as mm -hmm. uh, 2.0 was. I think. Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. That um, makes sense. But mm -hmm. it's also it's also kind of like. I'm playing the game currently and yeah. and so there's there's not like a complete lack and huge mm -hmm. desire to have anything, right? right? 
Right. So, so going, going, yeah. yeah, going into 2.0 where the game is down, there's nothing to play, you have nothing to go off of. You're just like, what's going to happen? I don't know. Ah. Right. And, That's and true. We, we, yeah, we've, we've had some lead up. I can still play the game. I can still poke around and get hints mm-hmm. at places. So mm-hmm. it's not quite that high, but I think that's the reason why. Yeah. I think Otherwise, it probably would be. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, I, I feel the same as you, Brian, because I think that this is, you know, the burning crusade lich king of Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. And like, as a wild player, like, if those two are just like the the period of time in between the two like overlapping were just so amazing they were they were such great expansions there were some bad things don't get me wrong it's not full nostalgia glasses but it was just the expansion it was an expansion in the truth of the word it was just like there's so much more and so more new systems and Mm -hmm. new mechanics and things like that so i feel that I mean, especially because the end of uh, uh, Stormblood was kind of... Uh, we you know, had the start really kind of went, great eh. hang, like, uh, cliffhangers yeah, cliff, up cliffhanger. until now. And yeah. this one was just kind of like, and take a seat. See you in Stormblood, a couple months. Stormblood, like, I've bashed on it and people, mm-hmm. like, and, I mean, like, I, I, I wouldn't say bash, I guess maybe critique's a better term. Mm-hmm. Or what I've really looked at Stormblood now, I'm like, why it just didn't the story? I'm like, all right, all right. Like I just, I, I didn't feel like the story and the content really kind of meshed up as well. Mm-hmm. I felt like though, it's it was a necessary story to tell yeah. to get us to this one. It was mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, it's kind of like not the low point, but it was just like it just like the theme, the setting, the those zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were beautiful, but like they were, yeah, it was, I felt like it was more grounded in the reality into like a kind of that aspect. And sure. so when you step in and when we stepped into the zones for, uh, Shadowbringers and it's it got purple trees and grass and yeah. everything's fantastical. beautiful and just fantastical and the enemies Phantasmagorical, are if you will. Phantasmagorical. <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah, it's like the, there was a sense of wander and bewilderment and surprise i felt like around every corner mm-hmm. and i'm like i was just like yeah this is exactly what we want and being mm-hmm. able to kind of lean into that high fantasy right i think a really strong point yeah. and to kind of ideally hopefully understand the truth of heidelin zodiac and understand the yeah. truth echo and that we're going to get some conclusions because i didn't feel like like up until the very end the the Asians played much of a role in our stormblood yeah. adventure that like by I the way they're here I, they're still around enjoy yeah. lore well, bomb drop like, learn something important yeah. and, and it end up like the connection ultimately with the the overall like mm-hmm. there were s- stories they needed to tell to draw some conclusions but i think when that's why when it's like people were like what should we acronym it and there are everybody kind of is like shb or whatever i'm like no it's sb1 and sb2 because i feel like uh stormblood is the is part one of a bigger story mm. that's concluding Mm-hmm. in Shadowbringers and that it's like for me like that that yeah the 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 finale of Stormblood yeah was so anticlimactic and it was so like I, and I was like oh what yeah okay, okay that's we can only right. kill the Sultana so many times yeah right. that's true well, and that's now yeah, we don't want to obviously re- like rehash all that but I think this is going to give them like a a lot of freedom to yeah. really drive and have the like some really cool impactful things and oh man it's gonna be fun it's gonna be yeah. nuts it's always a fun time around a can you time. wait yeah. until the 28th because uh, i don't yeah. think any of us can 
No. I, well, I, I try never to wish a day away, you know, because it's yeah. like, well, like, yeah, like uh, I've got uh, this. I'm playing Secret of Honor with my kids. Like, yeah, that is awesome. I'm going to I'm going to lean into that and have a great time. So that's, you know, it'll be quicker than we all expect. Oh, gosh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord, Maddie's turning five on Monday. So it's <laughs> like, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> a little kid, it's hilarious. Yeah. But she's good at video games. Next generation, Dad. Next generation. Establish it. Yeah. All right. Are we? Are we good? Are we good? I think so. All right. I wanted to say really quick. Uh, it, like we've said five hundred times this episode, we have two weeks. Uh, if you have not finished your quests, go finish your quests. If you mm -hmm. don't have like a retainer empty and a page of inventory clean. Go do some yep. spring cleaning, friends. Yep. Uh, if you plan on leveling anything new and you don't have a gear set for it, get it at a level-appropriate gear set. Mm -hmm. Have it ready. You don't want to be Here's trying to buy these things when the game comes out because they are going to be price-jacked. Yeah, they, it's not going to be fun. You can do a little preparation now. It'll keep you hyped. You know, like, it's going to be you good. You can jump right in. No mm. waiting. No raw bonds. Let's do this, friends. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yes. Right. So... If you want, you can email us at aetheritradio at gamerscape.com, tweet at us at aetheritradio, and find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord at Gamerscape. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, that's what we do. All of our stuff is Gamerscape. You can find us. Yes. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for talking to us in chat. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.